Hi, I'm Dr. Shante, and this is Branding for Believers, the podcast that I decided to turn into a pod class. I want you to come into this classroom with me, become engaged and learn everything you need to turn your fear into the faith you need to believe bigger in your dreams. So if you're ready to silence your fears and your doubts, keep watching. Hello, I'm Dr. Shante, and welcome to this episode of Branding for Believers. Podcast that equips you guys to believe bigger in your dreams. Um, One of the things that I do, I didn't realize I was doing it, but it's one of those things where you have to, um, I believe that when you have a calling over your life, you have to be obedient. And so one of the things that I tend to do is I give inspirational messages. I've been giving a lot of them lately on Periscope and it never fails. Every time I have like an inspirational message drops in my spirit, there's like a litany of things that happen that's like, I don't feel like being on nobody's scope today, you know, but I always realize that when I don't listen when I don't pay attention, you know, then I'm being selfish because I learned a long time ago that your gifts are not for you, they're for other people. And so yesterday I was on Periscope talking about how sometimes we have to be cut. Sometimes we have to go under the knife so that certain things can be taken out of us while other things get put in us. And sometimes we resign ourselves to a life of misery. You know, some of us will be like, oh, well, this just wasn't ever supposed to happen for me. Oh, well, I guess this is what my life is supposed to be. And so I did that on Periscope yesterday and I said, this message is for somebody. I don't know who it's for, but here it is. Fast forward three, four hours, I get an email from a woman who was, is trapped in a bad marriage. And she said, I'm watching your Periscope and I'm over here bawling my eyes out. She says, I just told myself yesterday that, oh, well, you know, Nobody ever said that I was supposed to be happy. So I gave up on my happiness and I said, I'll just try to make my kids happy. And as soon as I heard you say that that's just a trick of the enemy, she said, it just made so much sense when you said it because I just couldn't make, I couldn't get there on my own. And I tell you that because um, when you have a gift, when you have a message, when you have a something, that could benefit somebody else. And sometimes you're too into yourself, you know, and into your own feelings about, I don't know if I should do that. I'm telling you, somebody is waiting on you to show up. You may not know who it is, but somebody is waiting on you to show up. And so this particular podcast, I wrestled with this one. I wrestled with this one. You know, believe it or not, I'm like, like a freestyler. Like who's that rapper that said like he don't write down his rhymes. He just kind of, you know, like go, you know, off the top. That's how I do my podcast, Jay-Z. Okay, you know what? No, I'm not listening. <laughs> okay. Um, but that's kind of how, that's how I do every podcast. It's like, I'll wait for it to drop into my spirit. There is literally, because, you know, people will say, how do you form the content for your podcast? I wait for it to drop into my spirit because I know that whatever I have to say, God knows who is on the other end that needs to hear what I have to say. And so it was a struggle with this one because... I knew where he wanted me to go and I was like, what do you want me to say about that? Like, where, where am I going with that? And so I tried to go in another direction. He said, no, you going this way. He just would not let it go. And so literally this message did not hit me as of, what's the, what time is it? It's like six o'clock in the evening. I got this one today. I got this one today. And I said, okay, 
we're going to roll with it because somebody, I don't know if it's somebody in this room, but somebody needs to hear this one. And it's really apropos, straight out of somewhere. So as of the time of, of this taping of the podcast, uh, next week, a uh, film is coming out called Straight Out of Compton. And even if you are not a lover or purveyor of hip hop or have any appreciation for the music whatsoever, um, I can say that N.W.A. was like my first experience with hip hop. OK, um, which for a young eight ish, nine ish year old, that's probably not the best <laughs> entree into hip hop because a lot of choice words. OK, a lot of choice words and a lot of, of adult themes, uh, certainly not appropriate for children. But that movie is coming out. And so this week they launched this social media campaign called Straight Out of Somewhere, where people get to kind of represent where they come from. And so that is the title of, of today's podcast, Straight Out of Somewhere. So here is the guiding thought. This is the one that just would not leave me alone. And it's Ezekiel, which is a book of prophecy. Books of prophecy kind of like give me the chills because it's a foretelling of things to come. Okay. And so this is Ezekiel and he finds himself in a valley of dry bones. You can think of it as a desert. Okay. Like a desolate place. And the Lord said to Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? And he said, oh, Lord, you know. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about the valley of the dry bones, the purpose of adversity and straight out of somewhere. So the valley of the dry bones for our purposes today represents a place of despair, a place of frustration, a place of inactivity, of desert of death. In other words, a place that was once vibrant, was once popping, was, was once alive, and then all of a sudden, nothing. I'm going to tell you something. There is not an entrepreneur alive that did not meet a valley of dry bones, that didn't have excitement and dreams and goals. And I mean, they were so pumped up. And then something happened. For some people, a lot of some things happened. <clears throat> and they found themselves in a pit of despair. And I'm going to tell you something. When we think of despair, we tend to think <clears throat> of, you know, crying and emotion and mm -mm. dry bones represents itself in a, in a number of ways. Because if you look at social media, everybody's life is perfect, right? Turning up, right? Right. Um, I know people in debt right now still turning up on the gram like everything's great. Okay, I know people right now don't know how they're going to pay rent. Don't know, you know, how they're going to pay their car note. Don't know, you know, how their child's, you know, daycare and, and, and next support payment is going to get paid. But everything on social media is cheese. Okay, but they're in a, a place of, of dry bones. And so sometime in your entrepreneurial journey, if you haven't gotten there yet, trust me, you will get there. Inevitably, when you are trying to build, grow and launch your business, you will encounter the valley of dry bones. And I'm going to tell you why. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So the minute that you endeavor to answer the calling over your life, you are going to set into motion forces of opposition that are designed to keep you from your destination. There's no good without evil. How do you know what's good? Because you see what's evil. There's no up without down. Every time you get into motion to do something positive, 
what you are doing is triggering a set of forces that are coming to keep you from achieving your goal. That's why when you say you're gonna go on the diet, here come donuts, here come ribs, here come 4th of July, here comes something to knock you off of your goal. And so inevitably, if you haven't gotten there yet, trust me, you are going to come to a place of dry bones. So the Valley of Dry Bones, the bigger your dream, the bigger your adversity. Some of you have some big, audacious goals. You want to change the world on a grand scale. You said, why not me? You've accepted that this is what I want to do. You know, we live in Chicago, and when you look at the violence rate in Chicago, it looks like something that we just have to quote unquote live with. Some of you have been called to change that. Why not you? But I'm telling you, the bigger your goal, the bigger your dream, the bigger your adversity is going to be. And here's the thing. Is it Sun Tzu that wrote The Art of War? He said, know your enemy. Know your enemy. If your dream is that big, then it must take something really big to stop you in your tracks. And your enemy knows what your Achilles heel is, knows exactly how to get you. You know, some parents, some, some of you have siblings. Anybody here got brothers and sisters? Okay, you got brothers and sisters. Now, some siblings, you know, that's the one you whoop. You can whoop them and they straight. But there's some other siblings, they can take a beating. You can whoop them and they all, they right back out there doing what, what they want to do. That one, you know, but they might hate to stay in the house. They might hate to, you know, give up the phone. Everybody has a pain point. And for some of you, your valley of dry bones will come in your relationships or your marriage. It can come in your health. You was all set, picture health. All of a sudden, you get some diagnosis. It can come in your finances. This is the biggest one. That's huge. Okay, because as soon as you set out to do something, all of a sudden, bills, creditors that you ain't never heard before just come dropping out the sky, and all of a sudden, your finances are in trouble. Your valley of dry bones can come on your job. All of a sudden, you're facing opposition on your job, and people on your job are squeezing you and getting on your nerves. It can come through your children. I can't think of a parent's greater weakness than their children. And for some of you that don't have children, it might come in your parents. Parents start getting sick, the relationship starts getting contentious. Some way, shape, or form, adversity will hit you in your valley of dry bones. And the goal of adversity is this. The goal of adversity is to slow you down long enough to make you want to stop. You know the beauty of momentum? Momentum carries. So once you got it going, 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 you flowing, you in it, you good. It keeps going. Adversity is designed to halt your momentum. It is designed to stop you in your tracks, to slow you down long enough to make you want to tap out. It makes your dream seem so far away that it looks like you will never get there. I'll never forget I was talking to somebody who had, you know, had a child and, and they had to slow down their, their academic career, so they had to leave college for a while. And they always said to themselves, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go back. And they had earned like, you know, like 22 hours. But in order to graduate from most colleges, you need like 180 hours to graduate. 
And so when they looked at the 22 hours they had versus the 180 hours that were required, it just seemed so far away. It just seemed like, man, going at this rate, it's going to take me years to get there. And that's what adversity does. It's set to discourage you, to make you seem like, man, I wish I would have started this two years ago. I wish I would have started this 10 years ago. Some of us start thinking like, I'm too old, man. If I, if I knew then what I know now, but oh well, okay. And some of you are looking at your circumstances and you are asking, can these bones live? Is my dream still alive? Is it worth pursuing? Do I need to just go ahead and, and get another nine to five and, and just chalk it up and say, you know what? It just wasn't for me. Some of you are looking at your circumstances and how, how far your dream seems from you and saying, can these bones live? Is this, is this even still possible? And that's the goal of adversity is to make you question whether or not this is what you were really called to do. Because see, here's the thing. You might be thinking to yourself, well, if I was called to do this, why aren't the doors just flying open? If, if I was really called to do this, then, you know, it should be like a straight path, you know, to do that. Okay, your gifts are for other people, okay? Your gifts are for other people. Some people need you to get their breakthrough. Some people need you, okay, in order to unlock some movement, okay, to, to get the inspiration that they need to go forward. And so if I can slow you down, then I can slow them down. If I can make you not want to show up, then they'll never get what they were supposed to get so that they can go on and manifest what was supposed to happen in the world. And so somebody is waiting for you to show up and you are looking at your circumstances, looking at your bank account, looking at your waistline, looking at your relationship, looking at your children, looking at your job that you hate and asking, can these bones live? Is this even realistic for me? Well, Here's what the Lord said to Ezekiel. He said, I want you to prophesy. I want you to speak to these bones. I want you to speak to this desert in your life. And I want you to say, thus says the Lord, behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I want you to know that whatever you're going through, you are coming out in one piece. You're going to make it. You're not the first person to lose a job. You're not the first person to have a financial setback. You're not the first person to have an argument with your baby mama. You're not the first person going through what you're going through. If you were called to it, you're going to get through it. You're going to make it. You're going to live. And let me tell you something. Sometimes it takes somebody else to tell you that. Because you know how logical and intellectual and how much knowledge we have and we educated. But when you in the valley of dry bones, intellect goes out of the window. All of a sudden you can get to a point you don't know your name. And so I want to tell you, I want to encourage you. You're going to make it. You're going to come out of whatever it is in one piece. Some of you, you are in a place where you've had some, what do they call them, self-inflicted wounds. Ain't nobody did nothing to you. You did it to yourself. I just had a guest on my podcast, Ash Cash, um, a few weeks ago. And 
he said that he quit his job. He threw himself a retirement party at the age of 29, popping bottles at the 4040 Club because he had just written a book. You know, he was getting these speaking engagements. He was getting right up in essence and all of that. And he was like, man, pouring champagne out. And within six months, he was in foreclosure in his driveway crying because he hadn't anticipated that when you have speaking engagements, speaking engagements run on a cycle. So there are seasons where people need speakers and then there are seasons where nobody needs speakers. And he hadn't anticipated that. He was in a valley of dry bones and he couldn't get mad at anybody but himself. So some of you are in self-inflicted wounds and I want to tell you, you're going to get through it. So this is where the straight out of somewhere comes from. I don't know where you are. You listening, you watching, you here in this room, I don't know where you are. But God said, you sh you're gonna live, you're gonna make it through, you're gonna get through this in one piece. And so some of you are coming straight out of hopelessness because you didn't gave up. Some of you are coming straight out of helplessness because you think that there's nobody there to help you, not realizing the gifts that you have within yourself and the people that surround you that can actually get you to where you need to be. Some of you are coming out of doubt and despair because it's been so long, you're really starting to wonder whether or not this is going to happen to you, I mean, for you. Some of you are coming out of bankruptcy because your money got funny. Let me tell you something, bankruptcy only lasts on your credit for a certain period of time. It doesn't stay forever. Okay, so you messed your money up, you can recover from that. Okay, you don't have to stay in the valley of dry bones. So some of you are coming straight out of bankruptcy. Some of you are coming straight out of bitterness. And, and I, when I get through this list, I'm gonna tell you why it's important for you to come out of these things. Some of you are coming straight out of lack and scarcity. Let me tell you something, when you don't know how blessed you are, when you don't realize how much abundance you have, when you don't realize the gifts that you already have, you operate from a place of scarcity. You operate from a place of lack. You operate from a mentality of someone who doesn't have anything. Because let me tell you something, when you buy a case of cold pops, you don't mind if somebody comes along and they have one or two because you still have like 22 pops left. But when you're down to your last pop, your last cold pop, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, let me take this and have this. Let me move this out of harm's way. Let me tuck this behind, you know, leftover meatloaf. Okay, because you don't want anybody to have, you don't want anybody to take it. And the thing is, is that when you are in a mentality of lack and scarcity, what you're doing is you're hiding and coveting and hoarding what you do have because you're so scared to put yourself out there, lo and behold, lest you run out. So some of you are coming out of that place. Some of you are coming straight out of loneliness. Let me tell you something, when you hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, you are vulnerable. When you're hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, you are vulnerable. If you think you're lonely now, go yoke up with somebody that does not have your best interest at heart. Then you'll be lonely and heartbroken. So some of you are coming out of that place. Some of you are coming out of self-sabotage. Some of you are coming out of obesity. My pastor said today, he said, we got a lot of weights in this church. And he wasn't talking about, you know, things that slow us down. He was talking about substance, okay? <laughs> he was talking about weight, okay? Some of you are coming straight out of hateration. I, I, I'm, it never ceases to amaze me how people that don't even know you don't like you. <laughs> people that know nothing about your life, you know, throwing shade, you know, trolls and things like that. And so some of you, you know, are, are guilty of that, okay? I will never forget, somebody created like an anonymous uh, Instagram account just to throw shade on an event that I was hosting. I was like, who does that? What grown person, what, who does that? 
But trust and believe, there are, are people like that. And some of you listening, you need to come out of that, okay? Because pride, that arrogance, some of you are coming out of that place. Until you get out of there, until you come straight up out of that, you will never be able to manifest the dream that you have. You can't do it. You can't do it with a vengeful heart. You can't do it when you are feeling hopeless and helpless. You can't show up. You're not ready for prime time. So some of you need to come out of that place, okay? Until you come straight out of this list of negative attributes, you are never ever going to come out of the valley of dry bones. And I'll give you an example. You wanna talk about dry bones? Nelson Mandela. 27 years in prison. Now he'd been sentenced for life, but 27 years in prison. He was in a valley of dry bones, okay? And his mentality throughout was that I can't control what has happened to me. I can only control how I respond to it. Because the number one question was, are you going to go after the people that persecuted you? Are you going to go after the people that oppressed you? Are you going to go after them? Are you going to jail them? Are you going to sue action, pursue action against them? He said, no. For what? He, didn't ha he, he <laughs> decided that he was going to believe bigger than the opposition that put him and robbed 27 years out of his life. And what came from that? He went on to become the president of the country and governed in that state until his death. He governed South Africa for 20 years before he died. So I don't know how long you're going to be in your Valley of Dry Bones. I, I wish I could tell you that, you know, oh, you're coming out next week. But what I will tell you is that you are coming out of it. And until you believe that you're coming out of it, you are destined to stay there. Mandela always believed that one day he would be free. And it might be one thing to keep that up after the first year, maybe after the first three, but 27, 27, still holding on to the notion that I'm gonna be free one day and not just free, president? He was in a valley of dry bones, but his mentality is what kept him. And I'm gonna tell you, your mentality can make or break you. You don't have a bigger enemy than yourself. You don't. Because even though forces might be set in motion to, to slow you down, the thing is, what the problem is, we end up becoming an accomplice to the forces that are already on the attack against us. And so they come attacking. They come attacking relationships, jobs, friends, self-esteem, whatever the case may be. And then we decide, okay, we're going to aid and abet that process. You can't do that. You're going to come out of this in one piece. And so I don't know where you need to come straight out of, but you're coming out if you believe that you can. I, I think it's really ironic that you said that this message came to you today um, because I almost didn't come today <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have heard this message, but it resonated with me right away because you talked about uh, a calling and a message for other people. And, you know, I feel like I do have that calling and message and I've been trying to get um, a life coaching business going, but I've been my own worst enemy with self-sabotage. Mm. So um, 
it's really been encouraging to be here today and to get some information and to see you doing what you do. And, you know, you really inspire me to see, you know, you doing things the way you're doing it right now. <laughs> so I'm hoping that I can carry this momentum and get myself out of these dry bones here. And if you could just give me a word on how to really just come out of self-sabotage, that'd be great. A word on coming out of self-sabotage. I have to believe that if you have been called to be a life coach, that means that you've gone through some things in your life that you can save other people from going down similar roads. You can save other people from going down similar paths. And so when you realize that what you have is not about you, I want you to manifest the person that you are, are supposed to be speaking life to in your mind. I want you to imagine them waiting on a bus stop, waiting for your bus. And the longer that you self-sabotage, every time you derail your progress, they're standing there waiting for a ride that's not coming because you are self-sabotaging. That's how I got out of self-sabotage. I realized this is not about me. Somebody's waiting for me to show up. I just met you today. But if I had not shown up, you would still be waiting at the bus stop, waiting to get a word to motivate you forward. And so I believe that all things happen for a reason. I know y'all don't think this is coincidence, right? <laughs> this is not coincidence. And so I want you to manifest the person that you're supposed to be serving and know that they're waiting for you to show up. The physicality, anybody ever been stranded? <laughs> Any ever waiting for a ride that never came? That's what's happening when you don't show up. And so make it less about self-sabotage and more about I got to get there because somebody is waiting for me to show up. Somebody is waiting at the stop. And if I don't come to that stop, then they're never going to get the ride that takes them where they, to their next destination. And that's what happens a lot of times. A lot of dreams go unfulfilled because the bus driver didn't show up because that's the person that was supposed to take you to your next destination and they never came. So when you make it less about you and more about them, I promise you things will change in your life. I promise you. Well, Dr. Shante, first I want to say thank you for having us um, in New Chicago. And um, this opportunity to speak to a fellow Husky is always great. Yes. And so um, when you talk about the Valley of the Dry Bones, um, I think that's something that, that we all go through. Um, I think that's something that comes with transition, that comes with growth, that comes with so many, so many things in our lives, it comes with challenges. But, um, you know, for me personally, I used to play football at NIU. Mm -hmm. And when those days ended, when sports ended, um, I couldn't imagine a drier set of bones. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I say all the time, if I wasn't as talented as I was, I would have probably thought about playing B, you know, B, C, and D mm -hmm. a little more. But I, I thought that, you know, playing A would work, you know. And yeah. uh, it's a quote that Will Smith always taught, that he, I've heard him say several times that why focus on playing B, when plan A hasn't ran out yet, you know, don't don't take your focus off. And that's kind of what you've talked about before about, you know, being faithful in the things that you do. Um, and I think that's really my calling um, from the new Chicago and helping millennials to be great at whatever their gifts are, mm. um, you know, and getting them out of their dry bones. Maybe not today so much, at, you know, in terms of monetary or any type of services, but just being a support system and creating a support system where you have, you know, 30 
people that are your same age with the same type of drive and motivation as you have, and then evolving that into 60, 90, 100, you know, and other cities and things of that nature. So um, being steadfast in that movement and, and learning from people like yourself and other great people in the room, is, it's been a pleasure to get out of that dry bones. And it helps me, you know, when I am feeling that self-doubt and that straight out of something those times, understanding that I have those people around me and being able to pick up the phone and talk to a Steve or a Rob or a Sierra or all these great people around me and then coming to, to things like this and seeing you do your thing helps me to continue to to grow and develop and know that, that those dry bones are going to evaporate one day yes. and things are going to be better. So yes, they will. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. Um, let me tell you what I love about that. A couple of things. One. Iron sharpens iron. So the people that you surround yourself with is very important. You can't surround yourself with people who don't have any goals, any dreams, any ambitions. And another thing that I love about what you said is that, you know, when you made a transition away from, you know, sports and things like that, that you've decided, okay, I'm going to take what I learned and now deposit that into other people to help them build their dreams. Because sometimes we can't get out of our disappointment that things didn't work out. I wanna tell you something, a lot of people are grieving the loss of a life they thought they were going to have. I thought that marriage would last forever. I thought that, you know, this job was the dream job. I thought, I thought, I thought. And sometimes when we can't move out of that place of disappointment, that place of despair, then we don't get to the mentality that, that you just articulated, which is where I was in that place. But, <laughs> you know, I've taken that energy and I've refocused it into some place where I can grow, okay, where I can get nurtured, where you can pour into other people and they can pour into you. So thank you so much for that. This has been wonderful. This is, I love what I do. I get chills about it. And, um, for those of you listening on the podcast right now, for those of you watching, please do share your takeaways. Please do go visit uh, these young people at the New Chicago. They have events all around the city if you are, are visiting the Chicago area and encourage them because when I tell you there are so many alternatives to what they're doing, um, you just have to be able to, to respect their hustle. Um, I can't knock it at all. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. You guys can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Dr. Shante Says, and I will see you next time. Thank you for watching and listening Branding for Believers. You can get all of today's show notes at brandingforbelievers.com and you can follow Dr. Shante on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Shante Says. And don't forget to tune in for the next episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening.